Rex, for the seventh time in the past eight playings of the President's Cup, the Americans have opened up with a lead after the opening session here at Quail Hollow. It is USA, four, international side, one. Your thoughts, please. Uh, no, no, I'm going to go ahead and do some housekeeping real quick uh, because last we talked, which was about 24 hours ago, I, I believe, and I don't want to misstate here, uh, I think your prediction was the internationals 3-2. We're going to be up 3-2 today. And, and you also added to that this morning when you showed up in the media center, when you sat down and spit at me, just glared at me and spit in my face that not only are they going to win 3-2, but the international team's going to cover, which it's six and a half points. They may very well cover. And that also you were going to kill the under, which I'm not quite sure if you, you actually had that right. So let, let me get don't your know, thoughts. Don't even know what that means. Uh, uh, look, yeah, I, you just I, threw it out there. So I, let me get your thoughts on, on 3-2 versus 4-1. Not sure uh, what I said in the podcast. I say a lot of things. Uh, however, last night at dinner, I definitely talked myself uh, into a 3-2 international lead. That was based on a couple of assumptions, Rex. That was assuming uh, that the most seasoned team on the internationals, which was Adam Scott and Hideki Matsuyama, would not lose 6-5. and five. I thought they would give... Patrick Cantley and Xander Schauffele a little bit more uh, of a game. I thought Sung J.M. and Corey Connors, two absolute uh, flushers, great ball strikers. Uh, I thought that they could win that match against Jordan Spieth, who's still a little bit shaky with this game, uh, and Justin Thomas, who obviously has a sensational record in this. And, and look, I thought they probably could have eked out a point, and certainly they could have uh, as it played out uh, on Thursday in foursomes with the Taylor pendrith Mito Pereiro match. That's where I was going. With three two, the <laughs> fun, funny enough, I did the, the the match that I thought the internationals had absolutely no chance was the Siwoo Kim, Cam Davis match against Scotty. The Shackler one they actually Sam, won. Sam Burns, the world number one, and his best friend Sam Burns, and that is the one uh, they won with a with a back nine rally. That just goes to show why we should not make predictions. No, no, terrible idea. I tried to tell you yesterday it was a terrible idea. I was wrong as well. I, I picked the Americans would be up three uh, two. I was less wrong than you. Uh, I'm not quite sure how you were able. To, I'm not quite sure how you were able to, to talk yourself into that. I can't. I, I can't overstate how desperate this hole is that the international side has dug for themselves. You just went through how many times the Americans have won the, the opening session. I, I'll take that a step further. That there was a point today, and, and there was a point throughout the day that it felt like, oh my, they're going. They're going to sweep. It's going to be five zero after day one. And so I had to look it up. And just then, twice like the in squall, history, the, the squall came through when every uh, match was making its way on the back nine, and that's when things started to get a little bit tighter. Yeah, yeah. I think the 11th hole was kind of pivotal for the internationals. Actually, I went out and watched uh, four of the five matches come through, and they won three of those times. So they won three and tied the fourth win, and that was right when the squall was coming through and the winds were coming in. Uh, but of the, of the two times that the Americans have swept the opening frame on this, which was 1994 and 2000, they went on to, to win those two President's Cups by a combined 19 points. Like, it's very, very dire. Again, I cannot overstate how concerning this is for Trevor Immelman in his team room. Now, he didn't come off that way. I asked him specifically. Sitting well, of right course, up here. he's not, he's not going to panic. No, and, and look, I think he would have liked to have been 3-2. He would have liked to have been 4-1 his way up. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of different scenarios he would have liked. I'm sure, in his heart of hearts, this was not unexpected. Given his team's record and foursomes play, given his team's youthful experience. He sent six rookies out, which is just a byproduct of numbers. He's got eight rookies on the team. He had to send at least six of them out to play in this, the hardest format for his team to play in and in front of a very, very partisan crowd. 
And so I don't think there's anything that surprised him today. As a matter of fact, getting the one win late against that group, you're right, Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns, was probably a pleasant surprise, and there are some things he can pick from. And there's plenty of golf to play, but, man, it does not look good. We talked yesterday on Live From, we certainly talked yesterday on the podcast, how vitally important this opening session was, just not because of the history entering this event. It was uh, six of the seven uh, times that the Americans had led up the opening session. The one time they didn't was three years ago at Royal Melbourne, when, in fact, the international side uh, opened up a 4-1 lead, and they played from ahead throughout that competition. It was only uh, on Sunday with Sunday singles with the Tiger Woods-led team uh, had a rally, won eight of his 12 singles matches in order to eke out a two-point victory. And so it was imperative that the internationals came out to a hot start, jumped on the Americans, took the, the crowd a little bit out of the proceedings, and that was exactly what did not happen. In fact, the inverse of that happened. As you mentioned, it was red on the board, all five matches, as those guys played uh, on the back nine. 4-1 almost feels like a victory for the internationals for what could have been. And now as we look ahead, Rex, into to what we're going to have for four balls on Friday. You have five different pairings that uh, Trevor Immelman has sent out for internationals. There is no repeat pairings that we're going to see for the four ball sessions. Meanwhile, um, the Americans are going to be sending out uh, three of the same pairings, probably the ones that you can guess, Spieth and JT, Scotty and Burns, uh, and Cantlay and Xander. And I think as you kind of go over those pairings and we just got them so we haven't digested them completely yet. Like there's some that stand out on the international side that intrigue me. Hideki playing with Tom Kim I think is fascinating to me because if Hideki can play up to any kind of standard, which he did not do today paired with, alongside Adam Scott, but if he can play up to any kind of standard, I think Tom Kim can provide him a spark. The other one there is Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith. I walked with Pendrith today because he, he was paired with Mito Pereira, and I felt like statistically – if you just kind of broke down the numbers, that was going to be the international's best pairing because just what they do, strokes gain off the tee. And we talked about this last night. This is very much a distance bias golf course. And they made a game of it. They started awful. They were four over par through their first five holes. And it looked like nerves were going to get the best of them, and this was not going to be a match at all. But they got it to 18, but some sloppy play on the 18th hole cost them a point there. But that one, Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith, they're friends. They were college teammates. Best friends. Best friends. Best friends. They were in each other's wedding. They were roommates. Like this, these two, I mean, Corey Connors is why Taylor Pendrith is on this team. So that one sort of interests me as well. That being said, I mean, Davis Love, the U.S. captain, just, just flipped him. He's going to send Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas out in the first group today instead of sending Cantlay and Xander out, who just mow down and just sets the tone. You put so much red on the board that it's impossible to ignore out there when you're walking around the golf course. And I'm sure in Davis's mind, it's going to be the exact same thing tomorrow. Connors and Pendrith, you mentioned, I think that's an absolute must win for the internationals. That's a, those are, those are two players that Trevor Immelman has to be banking on can go all five matches. And he was hoping they were going to have, you know, four one record. Maybe uh, they have the week of their lives and go five and zero. Oh. There's a little bit of a vulnerability there. I would think when the Americans last pairing, Billy, Billy Horschel uh, has not played, uh, he sat out the opening foursome session when I th- actually thought he could have played. Max Homa uh, was a part of that win in his uh, debut match uh, alongside uh, Tony Fino. Those two players did not play practice rounds together. So we do not, we do not know uh, exactly how they're going to mesh. I would think uh, Connors and Pendrith actually have uh, quite a good uh, chance in that match. The four one, the, the one that you mentioned there, Hideki, Tom Kim, 
versus Xander Schauffele and Patrick Cantley. Those dudes on the American side, um, they are unflappable. They are unyielding. Uh, they are unflinching. They, that's a that's a perfect way to describe them, Rex. And so that's the one that if the internationals can steal one there, that, you know, I don't know. Do I think that they do? I think they can win. No. Do I think they can steal a couple of these matches? Probably. I mean, Cameron Young, Kevin Kisner. I thought Cam Young was quite impressive today, playing alongside Cal Morikawa. You can kind of see what the Americans are doing. You had a Cam funny Young. today for Cam Young. Go ahead. I, I I'll, I'll let you get. I'll let you do your funny. I'm, I'm I'm thawing. I'm thawing on Cameron Young. I thought he's kind of hard to like. Um, he, you know, he's 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 tough to 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 get anything out of him. And I said, huh, actually, didn't didn't know you had teeth. No, I, I saw did. Cameron Young. Had Cameron Young uh, had the best day of his life. I think uh, he has come close in many PGA Tour events. He had a great time alongside Kyle Morikawa, and then of course he jarred the 30 footer uh, to win. But having Kevin Kisner uh, tomorrow in four balls, I think is interesting. Those two were matched up in Wednesday's practice round. Uh, and so they do have some familiarity there. It's clear like what the Americans are doing with Cam Young. Everyone wants to play with Cam Young because he hits at 3.30 and is obviously a very complete player. On Thursday in the foursomes uh, session, paired him with Kyle Morikawa, the best, one of the best iron players in the game. Friday, Kevin Kisner, one of the best putters in the game. I think that's a very intriguing pairing as well. They could go low. I mean, it's, it could very much be just a birdie fest out there. And, and Quail Hollow's not set up easy, not by any stretch of the imagination. But putting those two together, if Kevin Kisner is putting like in and doing things on greens that Kevin Kisner does, I mean, those two could absolutely be explosive. To your point, the international's four-ball record is much better than its foursomes record. So, I, again, I don't want to paint this as an entirely gloom picture. However... I mean, you're right. We They need to get some shocks. They need to get, and I think you said it, and I, I probably recoiled a little bit, but yes, if they can somehow find a way to beat Cantlay and Shoffley, then yes. Yeah, maybe this this is a game, but I'll believe that when I see it. I mean, those two pairings for the U.S., JT Jordan, Pat, and Xander, I mean, it's just a, a steamroll. I, I don't know another way of saying it. Go back to the Ryder Cup last year. Patrick and Xander went undefeated in foursomes play. I mean, they were just on fire. And when they get out there, there's just something that clicks inside both of them. And I, it's just hard for me to wrap my mind around that's where the American weakness is because I just don't see it. If if you want to make a case for the Americans, or excuse me, for a case for the internationals, that they can make this a little bit of a match on Friday. You look at the first match, right? Uh, Jordan Smith is very much still working through some issues with his game. I, I would not say that those two players played their best, and yet they still eked out a victory. They're going up against Adam Scott, the most seasoned member of the international side, alongside Cameron Davis, uh, who, along with Siwoo Su- Kim, uh, won the only point for the internationals. Perhaps that trend continues, and they can get it. Sung J.M. and Sebastian Munoz against Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns. On paper, you would not think uh, that the internationals have much of a chance. However, Scotty and Sam Burns forfeited a lead uh, on the back nine today. Sung J.M., uh, one of the best ball strikers on the PJ Tour. Sebastian Munoz can go low. I believe he's one of the only players in PJ Tour history who have recorded uh, a, a couple of, uh, of rounds of 61 or lower on the PJ Tour. Maybe. You know, maybe maybe you get those guys. And as I said, Hideki, Tom, Kim, and I think the all-Canadian can, all pairing is a must. It, it wouldn't shock me. I'm going to say this again. I thought the internationals could go 3-2 today. I really do think the internationals could go three two tomorrow. We're going to keep oh, doubling, which means just, it's going to be like it's going to be like eight to two after, after the end of Friday. I, 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 I do I do think they can win the session three to two. 
Uh, you just doomed him. You absolutely well, I think doomed they him. Will? It's going to go forward one the other way. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I was, I'm going to sit down as soon as we're done here, and I'm going to write a column. And, and when I told you the sort of the theme, I, it came off so backhanded, and I guess there's no way for me to hide it. But the international team is what we thought it is. I mean, it's very young. It's very inexperienced. Now, today, that reared its head in a very, very difficult format in front of a very partisan crowd, and that's what you're going to get. I mean, the, he had six rookies on out there. There was only going to be one outcome, really, if you sit and you think about it logically. That being said, there is the other side of this. Like, I wanted to walk with Mito Pereira and, and Tyler, uh, Taylor Pendrith because these are two guys that sort of did this a different way. I mean, this time last year, they were playing their first PGA Tour event as a PGA Tour member. I mean, put that in context. Like, now all of a sudden you have been elevated to not just the big leagues, but the absolute all-star game of the big leagues in less than a year. So I think you get an idea of what they were up against in this. Cameron Young handled that just fine. Uh, He did. He did. It also helps that uh, I think there is something to be said. He's the rookie of the year. And he he doesn't smile. And he seems to be a robot of some some sort and doesn't seem to have any kind of emotions whatsoever. But I'll also say, like, there was something to be said for the way Cantlay and Shoffley got things started. Not only did they put red on the board, it was dominant. I mean, it, it looked like a Pollock painting up there very, very early. And I think what you're going to end up with is every time that happens, that the Max Homas and the Cameron Youngs of the world are going to glance up and just be emboldened. And it would go the other way, I would think, at some point for the internationals, if it ever turns out that they can get a lead. They didn't lead for a single hole today. There was five matches. They did not lead for a single hole in any of them. So you get an idea. And, and yes, you could say, well, that you could – they were up in, you know, they were one up in many matches. You can flip those very, very easy. They could. They only did it in one. Uh, but they only yeah, did it in one. Which shows the American depth, which shows the American strength, as Trevor Immelman has repeated uh, ad nauseum, uh, separated by about five feet from Davis Love, that this is one of the best American teams uh, ever assembled. So I'm not surprised. If, if it gets down to a situation where there's one up leads, you would expect American strength to shine through. I think that's exactly what happened uh, in this opening. Uh, for some sessions. I say 3-2 internationals on day two. What do you say? Uh, I'm actually going to go for the split. I, I don't know that they have 3-2 in them. So 2.5, two 2.5. And two and I just don't see it get, get, getting done. Um, and, and look, that'll keep things close enough. I mean, it'll keep us interested going into the weekend. But again, I, I didn't see enough out from the international team today to, to lead me to believe that somehow they can turn things around tomorrow in four ball. Hmm. Uh, folks, make sure hmm. to check out our coverage on golfjournal.com. I'll be writing a about the pervasive, uh, here we go again, feeling uh, here at Quell Hollow. Rex is writing about the internationals. They are who we thought they are. We let them off the hook. Uh, stay tuned uh, for more Golf Central podcasts presented by Callaway Golf. We'll be back with daily wraps after each of the tournament rounds at President's Cup. Hopefully we have four of them. Hopefully this thing does not end on Saturday. I don't think either of us want that to happen. But check back If here. it ends on Saturday, we're still going to do one on Sunday. We still will after the, after the Panthers game. That's right. See you.